Hey everybody, Dr. Deb Schreiben here. What's healthy? We are. I am going to talk to you, you, about one of my most favorite things in the whole entire world. Can you guess what it is? It's sleep. And my husband will tell you I do love to sleep. I snore. I sleep like a baby. I drool. Actually, it's really funny because sometimes he actually wakes up with my retainer on his cheek. Get that one, huh? my retainer on my husband's cheek because I sleep so well at night and I cannot even tell you how many people come into my office and tell me they can't sleep at night. They are just not able to fall asleep. They can't stay asleep. It's hard to wake up. They don't feel rested. They have crap energy all day and then they crash. And then when it's time to go to sleep, guess what happens? They wake up. So, I think this is such an important topic to talk about. I wanna talk about three mistakes that you must avoid when you sleep every night. I wanna talk about secrets to a great night's sleep. I wanna try to give you some extra tips and things that you can do so that you can feel better and sleep better because you know what? Just cause you're aging does not mean you should not get a great night's sleep. I have more and more and more and more younger people coming in saying, Dr. Deb, I don't know what happened. There was no trigger. I cannot sleep at night. So we're going to talk about this and let's talk about some of the biggest mistakes that we can avoid going to sleep every night. And it's pretty interesting because people like Mariah Carey, Jennifer Lopez, Matt McConaughey, Heidi Klum, they all report that they get at least eight hours of sleep. And I don't know about you, but I think they're pretty good looking, right? So does sleep make you look better? Yes, because when you're sleeping, you're healing. And when you're healing, you're healthier. And one of the things that I do, which isn't even one of my mistakes or one of my secrets is I have this really, really soft pillowcase and it's supposed to prevent wrinkles. So I don't know. I still have my smile wrinkles and I think my, I call them my crinkle wrinkles from smiling so much, but I think it really makes a big difference. According to the CDC, one third of U.S. adults, that is right, one third of U.S. adults get less than the recommended seven hours of sleep every single night. That's 50 to 70 million adults, American adults that have sleep disorders. And do you know that drowsy driving is actually responsible for 40,000 or more injuries every single year in the United States just because people don't know how to sleep. They don't know how to wake up. They don't know how to have good energy. They don't know how to take care of the body. The one thing that we have that if we don't have it, guess what? We don't have health. So you really, really want to really take care of that body. And sleep, I believe, is so, so important. So let's talk about one of the mistakes that we can avoid so we can get a good night's sleep. And I know you probably know this, but electronics at bedtime. Shut off those electronics at least one hour before you go to bed. That means the television on the wall, the television, I don't know, on your ceiling. That means your phone. It means your computer. It means everything. Shut down those electronics. Go old fashioned, read a book, play a game, talk to your kids, talk to your spouse, do fun things. Get off of those electronics. The second thing that I think that you can do that you can, 
The second mistake that we can avoid is caffeine in the afternoon. Caffeine and actually other supplements and other nutrients can really impact your sleep cycle and your wake cycle. So make sure you don't drink caffeine in the afternoon. Now, I will say there is a small percent of you out there, me included, that if I want to drink caffeine, I could drink a pot of it. I could drink a gallon of it. Christ, I could drink a whole swimming pool full of caffeine. Probably wouldn't feel good but it won't keep me awake. It really doesn't. I do not have the genetic ability to break it down so it keeps me up at night. But most people, when you drink caffeine or eat something with caffeine like chocolate, it will keep you awake. And then it makes it much, much harder to go to sleep at night. And then one of my favorites, a warm and toasty bedroom. Eh, no warm and toasty bedrooms. You should have your bedroom cool. You should have it as cool as possible. I think between 63 degrees, yes, I swear, 63 degrees and 65 degrees is really the optimal temperature to have in your bedroom. And then you can pile on some blankets if you want so that you get a good night's sleep. So no more warm and toasty bedrooms. Don't wear heavy pajamas. Keep your room cool. No electronics, no caffeine in the afternoon. I would say if you had to pick a time, I would cut off around two o'clock in the afternoon. Now, it's really, 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 really easy to fix sleep, right? First of all, what I recommend is testing because what do we know? Cortisol levels impact our sleep. They control our sleep cycle, our wake cycle, and of course our belly fat, right? It's our fight or flight hormone. But this hormone, this cortisol is something that's pretty, pretty incredible and we can test for it. And it's so important to test for it because I have people come into me all the time. They say, Dr. Deb, I took melatonin. I took magnesium. My quality of sleep is better. My latency is not better. I don't fall asleep any quicker. And then I say, well, maybe it's not because you're missing melatonin or you're missing magnesium, but it's actually a hormone imbalance an adrenal imbalance. You see, cortisol is what we call circadian in nature, okay? What, are, what happens is our little adrenal glands produce this massive hormone. And in the morning when the sun rises, adrenal levels go up. They should stay high all night. And then they go down as we go ready, as we get ready to go to sleep at night. This is very, very important. So hormone balance, super, super important. This is one of the best ways, testing, is a great way to figure out what we need to do to sleep better. Another really great one is testing for neurotransmitters. You've heard these words probably, dopamine, serotonin, GABA. These things actually imp impact your sleep cycle as well. So I am gonna give you some five secrets, okay? So that you can get a great night's sleep. And I make it S-L-E-E-P so you too can remember it. And the first one is supplementation. I talked about magnesium. I talked about making sure we're getting enough melatonin. As we age, our melatonin levels tend to go down. So supplementing a little bit with melatonin will help. Magnesium is a great one. There are different levels of magnesium. There are different types of magnesium. There are different forms of magnesium, and you gotta just figure out which one works for you because you know what, ladies and gentlemen, it is not always the same thing for everybody. There's supplements, L-theanine, 5-HTP. What I recommend is we do a lab so we can figure out what your gut is absorbing, what it's not absorbing, what you lack, what you don't lack, what you need, and then we give that to you and that will help you sleep so much better. So that's your S, supplementation. L is level out your hormones. So we're talking about 
your adrenal hormones, right? We talked about cortisol, but also blood sugar. Insulin is a big one. Insulin, if you don't know, this is a hormone. And then we talk about sex hormones, testosterone, estrogen, progesterone is a huge one. If you don't have enough progesterone, it's really hard to go to sleep. So level out those hormones. That's your L in sleep. Another one is your electronic free time. I talked a lot about this, but put these addictive electronics away. Talk to people, be a part of a family, do a puzzle, read a book. I think it's so amazing. And you know what? Your family will really, really, really enjoy that time together. Another thing is empty your mind. I don't know about you, but I have stuff going through in my mind all day and all night. I think about my patients all the time. So what I do is I actually keep a pen and paper next to my bed. So if there's something I'm thinking about, I will write it down. And I try really hard not to turn lights on because once you turn a light on, guess what happens? It stimulates your body to start producing more cortisol and it wakes you up. You know, artificial light is actually even worse in doing that than the natural light. So don't turn your lights on if you don't have to. I know sometimes I look the next morning, I'm like, what the heck did I even write? But empty your mind. Stop Stop worrying about things that you can't control. Let things go. It's always tomorrow that we can think about these things and take care of them. So that is your second E. And the next one is prepare for your day. Be prepared for your next day. I don't know, pull out an outfit so you don't have to think about it early in the morning. Write those notes, have your work done and ready. Make your kids have their lunches ready or help your children make lunches so those are ready. So in the morning, it's not a crazy house and you're prepared and you feel like, ah, I can quiet down. I can do what I need to do so that I can get some sleep. So I think this is really, really important. Um, taking a cold shower is another thing. Um, and if you just take it for about three minutes, it will help you, especially in the morning, wake up. Warm showers at night will help you go to sleep. Um, it's all kinds of different things that we can do to help you get a better night's sleep. And I know I don't have enough time in today's podcast to give you everything, but even wearing those amazing eye masks can help. Earplugs if your partner snores or go into another room if you have to, which I don't love. I like to snuggle with my hubby every night, but you know, if you've got to go to another room, go to another room. Um, get it, Make sure your bed is super comfortable. Make sure you have a good solid pillow. Um, and then this, I think, you know, really taking care of your health and your sleep is going to give you better quality sleep. You'll have better quality energy and you're going to just have better quality days moving forward. So I hope this helps all of you who are up at night, not sleeping. And you know what, if you don't sleep tonight, listen to this podcast again, because it's got all kinds of great tips to help you go to sleep faster, stay asleep longer, have better quality sleep and wake up feeling rested and ready to conquer to your day. So I hope this helps until next time, wishing you loads and loads of love and life and health and happiness. Bye-bye. Have a question? Email us at feelbetteratlakepointwellnesscenter.com. You can always go to feelbetterhere.com for more information and to make an appointment, call 770-974-5215. Thank you.